This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 82. Joe at Calabrese here, folks. I'm happy that you've joined me for my podcast today. You're in for a treat. From my virtual classroom, I'm privileged to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe. Their successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep their triumphs a secret. I want you to hear the excitement my students experience too, so you can be inspired by the unique stories. So with the help from Kate, my reporter, I bring you a podcast series I call Moms with Moxie. Sometimes we even interview dads with audacity or teens with tenacity. See how regular mothers and others, average folks who love healing those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous by simply applying what they've learned using what I call practical homeopathy. This is Kate, and I'd like to welcome you to another Mom with Moxie podcast. I get to meet some pretty fabulous women on these podcasts, and today is no exception. I have a super mom with Moxie who has used homeopathy in many different ways, even on plants. And so I'm pretty excited to get to learn from her and for you all to meet her. So Janet, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Janet, let's get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us about yourself? Sure. I live in Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., and I've been married for 33 years, have two adult sons who both found wonderful women who I love. Oh, that's a blessing. It is a huge blessing. I have a four-month-old grandson, two dogs, and two granddogs who visit often. (laughs) Um, and every one of them mentioned above has used homeopathy and each household has kits so they can call me if they have issues oh that's great and they use the homeopathy and like to learn about it absolutely well they have me so they're not so much on learning too much about it (laughs) but but they know the nux vomica remedy for hangovers (laughs) all the important ones That's funny. Yeah. And my daughter-in-law, actually, she asked me to be in the delivery room when she delivered my first grandson. Oh, that's so special. It was very special. So we made good use of the pregnancy and childbirth section of Joette's survivalist guide. And she actually was the first one to use Nux Vomica for something other than hangovers when she had (laughs) nausea during pregnancy. Okay. So that helped her during her pregnancy. It absolutely did. And my son actually called me a couple times during her pregnancy when she was in Texas and I think had a cold or something. He said, mom, is there something that Shelby can use for her cold symptoms since she couldn't take over the counter meds like Advil or Tylenol because she was pregnant? So I sent a picture of Boron's cold calm. She was in Texas at the time. She could just go to that pharmacy and find that in the store. And it worked. Yay. That's great. I guess I haven't thought about that much because I'm not having babies at this time, but that is one advantage of homeopathy is it's safe for the most part. There are a few remedies that you want to be careful of using when you're pregnant, but 
it's much better alternative than using allopathic medications when you're pregnant. So it's a great option to have. Yes, I agree. All right. So tell us a little bit about how you came to know about homeopathy or study homeopathy. Give us your pathway into homeopathy. Well, I'm athletic and I sometimes bruise or fall. (laughs) And so my first introduction to homeopathy was Arnica. And at the time, I didn't even realize that Arnica was homeopathy. I think um, a dentist or yeah, a dentist had had said, oh, here, your teeth hurt, use Arnica. And I searched for Arnica, bought it, and it helped. And then my husband and I were adjusting a shower door, and there was a really heavy hinge, and it fell, and I reached my hand out to catch it. And I was like, oh, this is going to really hurt and bruise, even my bones hurt. So I Googled, and I think Joette's site might have come up, and it said to take Arnica. And so I took Arnica I had Boron's little box of it, and I took it, I think, once an hour for the first three hours, and it never bruised, and I bruised easily. It was unbelievable. (laughs) So is that what led you then to learning more about homeopathy, or did you just... Actually, no. (laughs) Um, I still didn't really connect that they were homeopathy. Uh, The next thing I used that was homeopathy... And this one, I knew it was homeopathy, but it didn't push me to learn about it. it. Was I got bit by a tick, and a friend had sent me a link to Joette's site. It's called Chronic Lyme Disease. Are you sure about that? And so I tried that, and I used it because I didn't want to use antibiotics. And I was a little nervous, like, oh, my gosh, am I going to get Lyme? Am I going to get Lyme? And then eventually I just forgot about it, and it worked fine, and, and I'm fine. Oh, good. That's wonderful. Yeah. So how long did you take the Leadum for? I'm assuming it was Leadum 200C that you took. Yeah, the 200C that's mentioned in her thing. I think it was, uh, I can't remember. It might have been twice a day. It's in that chronic Lyme disease. Are you sure about that? But I think it was Leadum 200 twice a day for a week. And then there's follow-ons. And I might have done two weeks of it, but I didn't go to all four weeks of it. Okay. So that led you to Joette. Yes. So I knew about Joette at that point. But what really got me into homeopathy is I'm on a Northern Virginia holistic Facebook group. And one of the moms was forming a gateway to homeopathy study group. And I've been wanting to learn more about it, but didn't really know how to. So I joined that group and loved it. And while Arnica was my gateway medicine into homeopathy, this study group was my gateway into learning so much more about homeopathy. So that was your bridge to Joette and her teaching. Yes, absolutely. And, and what did you think about starting with that? Because you, you've gone on and taken other courses from Joette as well and even consulted with her, correct? Yes. I've consulted for myself and Joette was kind enough to let me sit in on my sister-in-law's and I learn even more about homeopathy when I sit in on her phone calls. I know you would think it's just learning what remedies to take for yourself, but every time that I have a consulting appointment with her, I learn so much. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. All right. So what are your thoughts about that whole path that you took to learning homeopathy, the gateway group, and then did you consult next or did you take some 
courses? No, I took courses. I love the study group. I went in thinking, well, I'm the old geezer here. I'm a grandma. Everybody else has young kids. And am I going to really learn stuff that's applicable to me? And well, I learned stuff that I could use for myself as well. And now that I have a grandson, I'm very happy that I did it with young moms because I learned a lot of stuff that I can use if uh, my grandson ever has any issues. Nice. Now, have you guys stayed in contact, the group that you studied with? I think a lot of us have gone on and taken new courses and we got a discount because we did a group buy. So we are on Joette's Students of Joette Facebook group. And I, a lot of times I see people that I know there. But while the group was going on, one of the mom's son was having teething issues. And I forget exactly how she worded it, but it was pretty funny. And, and I think she only had 30C of chamomilla. And she said, and that's just not doing it. And I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> I ordered 200. Does anybody have the 200? And at that time, I had already bought my kit. And I did buy also a 200 kit and I had it. So she came over and I um, let her borrow some until that she was able to get her 200s. And the next day, she said, thank you so much. Definitely helped. So you are actually leading a study group right now that I think is very interesting. So tell us about that. Yes, I am. And I'm excited about it because as I'm leading the group, I'm also learning and remembering things that I had forgotten or that are now more relevant to me. So who's all in this study group? Well, we have a family reunion every year. And at this last one, we have a great picture, eight young children sitting on a couch. And there are all these new moms there as well. So I offered to lead a gateway to homeopathy class if they wanted me to, and four of them actually took me up on it. So I'm thrilled to be helping my family learn about homeopathy and be able to treat their children with uh, more holistic means. That's wonderful. Every mom listening out there is probably super <laughs> excited for you and wanting that same thing that their families would all embrace homeopathy. So that's really great. Now, is it just your family or are there other people that are joining you for the study group? Well, right now it's just my family, but I have two friends who are also grandmas. They're kind of my posse. <laughs> and they're interested in it as well. So I said that I would do a group with them, but they want their own little private group. So, oh. <laughs> and they don't want it on Zoom. They want it in person so we can have an opportunity to get together and have snacks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge benefit to meeting in person. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So why don't you tell us about some of the ways that you've used homeopathy over the years? First, before... We move on. I still want to, while we're on the subject of talking about the current study group, I want to tell you a couple of exciting things for me that happened during the study group. In week one, Joette immediately gives two remedies that you can use. And one of them was chamomilla. And one of my nieces said, wow, my daughter's very irritable. And I think the irritableness of it got her attention thinking, I bet that's teething. So the next morning, she went out to the store and found camellia. She actually bought the drops that were from boron that had chamomilla in it and gave her two doses of it. And she said she was fine, absolutely perfect the rest of the day. And she was very irritable the previous day. 
So right away, week one, she got to put this knowledge to use. Absolutely. And while that niece was mentioning that, another niece said, oh, my daughter has the same issues. I think I might try that too. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, so the very next day they put it to use. And then on week three, when we talked about first aid, one of my favorite remedies is Leadum because we live in a tick-infested area. So I told a hiking story that I had a little first aid kit of homeopathic remedies. And... I got bit by some bug. I wasn't sure what it was and it started swelling up. So I immediately took Leadum. I think I only had the 30C in there at the time and I took one or two doses of it. And five minutes later, I couldn't even tell I got bit. And so I told that story in the group. And then the next evening, my sister-in-law called and said, I gotta tell you, my other daughter got stung by two wasps and took Leadum and 15 minutes later, they couldn't even tell that she got stung by wasps. Aww. And I was so excited that they used that. So again, the very next day after our study group meeting, they put it to use. And I said, you know, you don't have to use and test everything out that we learn each week. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I was very excited about that. Yeah. And I'm also empowering them they can figure out what remedies to use and they don't even need to call me. That's wonderful that they're learning it for themselves because yes. then they can teach their children. Absolutely. Yeah. And grandchildren. Right. <laughs> All right. So I know that you've used homeopathy with some of your animals. Why don't you share with us how you've used homeopathy with your dogs? Yes, I have. And I love it. And it's not a placebo because they take it and they feel and act better. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I love Buster the Bad Office Dog's blogs. And one of his blogs even helped my sister with her knee arthritis. And she can walk and play with her grandkids now. And she keeps calling me her cure. I was like, I'm not your cure. <laughs> Homeopathy is your cure. Um, oh. And I got that from Buster's blog. It was uh, from tendon, bone, and cartilage problems to healing with homeopathy. Oh, Buster would be so happy to know that he helps someone. Yeah. He definitely, he helps me a lot, especially with my two dogs and my two grand dogs. <laughs> so tell Buster thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will. When I'm talking with Joette next, Good. I'm sure to pass it along. Good. But the biggest help that homeopathy was for my dogs was I came home one day and we have a dog door so the dogs can go in and out. They usually come out. And this time only one of my dogs came out to greet me and I was looking for King and nowhere to be found. And he's usually the one who's always by my side. And then I looked out back and his butt was on the ledge of the pool and his paws were in the water. And he just kind of looked at me with these sad eyes and he couldn't move. So I ran out and I pulled him out of the pool and I ran back in, got a bottle of aconitum, took one myself <laughs> and then gave one to him, then ran back in to call the vet and I grabbed a bottle of Arnica and he couldn't move when I went in. And when I came out, he had walked over to this little bush to hide where he thinks I can't see them, even though his hiney's sticking out. <laughs> and um, aconite worked that quickly just by itself. Wow. Well, what was wrong with him? Well, he had a huge mass in his spleen. 
And when I call the vet, they usually say, can you hold or is this an emergency? And this is the first time I had to say, well, it's kind of an emergency. So I had to take him in. And when I had come in and was talking to the vet, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, oh, no, I'm going to have to carry this 80-pound dog to my car and then put him in the car and bring him to the vet. But all I had to do, because he could walk a little bit, is just help him along over there and just lift him into the car. So I was so impressed. And then he had the mass in his spleen and they finally figured out and they said, this is an emergency. It could rupture. And I was giving him lots of Arnica Mm -hmm. because it's good for hemorrhaging. And they said, we'll call the hospital right now and see if they can get you in. So, and you should bring him over there. So I brought him over there and left him there for the night. And they were saying, this is what could happen and we'll do some tests first. And as I was leaving, I was giving him Arnica because that was the night before and I wasn't going to be able to give him some before the surgery. Mm-hmm. I was trying to use Joette's surgery protocol with the dog, <laughs> but I couldn't sneak over to the vet in the middle of the night and help him out or to go over there before he went into surgery. But he made it through and he had the best possible outcome and he's fine. completely fine. Yeah. And afterwards I was giving him Arnica and Hypericum for pain. And yeah, Aconite can be great for pain as well as Arnica. I used Aconite when I had a horse accident, a horse stepped on my arm and (gasps) Joette had mentioned to me that Aconite can actually be good for pain after a shocking injury like that. And I hadn't thought about it that way, but it did help the pain as well. So We always think shock when we hear aconite, right? Yeah. But it can also be good for pain after a shocking event. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Good. I learned something new today. My other dog, Xena, was not to be outdone or felt left out that her brother Kingsley got homeopathy. Her labs came back from the vet and she had tested positive with the Lyme titer. And Luckily, our vet doesn't want to treat Lyme unless she's showing symptoms. And I did notice that she was showing symptoms. She was having random lameness on different legs. So I decided to give her a protocol I had read about from a vet to help with Lyme. And it was Leadum 1M, which I had never used a, an M potency before, which is a 1,000, and use that three times a day for three days, and that's it. So it's like, I'm going to give this a try because she's really limping and I don't want her to have chronic Lyme. And then on day four, she was no longer limping at all. And that was the only symptom that I had noticed. So I haven't taken her back to the vet for her labs, but I'm curious to see what her Lyme titers are like and if she would test negative on it. Right. And she hasn't had any more symptoms since that time. No more symptoms. Oh no, she is definitely back to her old self and running and jumping and doing everything. (laughs) Now, when we were talking earlier, you were saying something about using the protocol that Joette has on a blog as well. What was that for? For Lyme, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was for whenever we get bit by ticks. Oh, okay. So if you're out and you get bit by a tick, then you use the protocol that Joette has on her blog. And I think you have the name of that blog. Yes, the name is Chronic Lyme Disease. Are you sure about that? That holistic Facebook group, how I found this Joette's Gateway Study Group. Everybody's posting all the time. Oh, no, my daughter got bit by a tick. My son got bit by a tick. I got bit by a tick. I'm freaking out. Where do I send the tick to to get the tick report to see if it's this or that or the other? 
And I used to freak out too. <laughs> and now when I get bit by a tick, I don't freak out. I just use Joette's protocol that's on that blog for me, my family, friends, and I take it and I don't worry about it. Whereas before I had called my doctor, a functional medicine doctor, and he actually put me on antibiotics. And I thought, well, I didn't question it. I said, if he's telling me to take antibiotics, so I did. And then the next time I got bit, I called him and I said, well, isn't there something more holistic? And he gave me, uh, I forget even what it was, but not antibiotics, but something else. And also sent the tick in and waited for the results, which took forever to come back. So I was worried about it the whole time. But now whenever I got bit by a tick, okay, here's the Leadum 200. Take this. My husband, <laughs> Pat, while I was out of town, he got bit. He went to Joette's site and looked up the protocol. And then he, he told me after the fact that he started taking it. Oh, <laughs> I was so happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> So Janet, I know you also have used homeopathy with your garden. And while I have several books on using homeopathy <laughs> with plants and in gardens, I've yet to use homeopathy on them. So tell us how you're using it. Well, I started with getting Highlands Bioplasma, which I'm also on a gardening homeopathy site. And that's what a lot of people seem to use. That's kind of the gateway into gardening homeopathy. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be expensive. I'm going to be using all these pellets. Like, how am I going to apply it? And it's really pretty easy. I take two pellets, put it in a liter jug and shake it. And then I pour that into a watering can. They say to do it into a three liter watering can. And I don't have that big of a one. And then I water the plants with it. And if it's a tree, you can water the bark, you can water the leaves, and or you can water the base of it. And my tomato plants weren't doing all that well. They had brown spots on the bottom of them. And once I did bioplasma, which, you know, I think it was a magnesium deficiency, I think. Okay. But it didn't matter because I was doing all the cell salts at once. So I watered it. And then I probably didn't go out for like maybe another five days. And when I looked, first of all, the leaves were so much more lush. And the new tomatoes forming, none of them had any brown spots on the bottom. And I also put it on my herbs. We've had such dry, hot, hot weather that the leaves were limp. And I thought one of the plants might be dead or dying. So I watered them with this bioplasma water. And probably a few days later, well, the next day, the leaves were definitely not limp anymore. And the plant that I thought might be dying was sprouting out new growth on the bottom of it. So I'm convinced it helped. And so have you only used the bioplasma with your plants or have you used any single remedies? Actually, I have used a single remedy that Joette mentioned to me on one of my consult. We got to chatting about dogs and fleas and she mentioned serinum and that helped some of her clients keep bugs off of dogs and themselves and I was like well if that can keep bugs off of humans and dogs maybe it can help with plants so I made up that same concoction the same way I put two pellets of that remedy in a jug and I watered my kale because these white flies were all over and eating all my kale and so I poured it on the leaves and they kind of all flew off. And then I watered all the soil. And then the next day I went out and I shook one of the kale plants and there were still some white flies, but not nearly as many. 
And then I watered them again with the same concoction, went out the next day, and there were hardly any white flies on it. Wow. I think you have to do it every day because I did not do it every day religiously. <laughs> so, you know, after I waited a couple of days, they were all back. It's not a permanent solution, but if you're on it and I think can do it every day, then that might help. Well, good job. That's awesome. You've shared some very interesting scenarios with us today and how you've used homeopathy. And I want to wrap this up by asking you the question, what advice do you have for those people who are listening today? Well, I'll share a quick story to make a point of my advice. When I was on a consult call with my sister-in-law, Joette mentioned to her to think of homeopathy as medicine because it is medicine and reach for that first instead of Tylenol or Advil. And then because homeopathy won't interfere with those drugs if you still feel like you need to take them, so you've got nothing to lose. So you take your homeopathy first, and then if you still need to take them, you can, but a lot of times you won't even need them. And that really made an impact on my sister-in-law because she never thought of homeopathy as medicine. Her go-to was always to grab that bottle of Tylenol or grab that bottle of Advil. And I know she was reaching for homeopathy because the next time she needed an over-counter drug, she called me and asked, okay, I've got this and I want to use homeopathy medicine first. So what remedy should I use? And because she has a kit, she had what I recommended to her and she could take it. And she let me know later that it definitely worked and she didn't need to go for the conventional medicine. Jenna, I think that's a really good point that a lot of times when people learn about homeopathy, they think, oh, well, it's good for that one thing, but they don't think about the broader picture and that it is a medicine and we have to respect it, but also that it is powerful and it can help. So I love that point. I think that's really good. And I hope that those of you listening today feel encouraged as well about starting study groups and sharing with your family. I think that was a great idea how you brought the Gateway to Homeopathy study book with you to the family reunion and talked about it. I think that's wonderful. So I hope that other people feel encouraged and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. As I hope you know by now, On my blog, podcasts, and Facebook Live, I offer as many protocols for simple conditions as I can, for free, without affiliates or advertising. But let me be clear, when it comes to more complex conditions, it's key that you learn how to use these medicines properly. I want you to be well-trained. So I save discussions of the more involved methods for my courses in which I walk students through each method with step-by-step training. In these podcasts, I focus on those students of mine who have already tunneled in and learned how to take care of themselves, family, friends, and pets, and even livestock using homeopathic medicine. Many of these students began their education by participating in one of my Gateway to Homeopathy study groups. And now, after taking one or more of my courses, they're well-trained to use my specific brand of homeopathy. I hope listening to this podcast has inspired you to follow in their footsteps. With the proper training, you too can nurture and protect the health of your family and loved ones with practical homeopathy. You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com, where nationally certified homeopath, 
public speaker and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit for your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.